stories like crazy. Because everyone has mental health, and everyone has a story, and sometimes they're crazy. Join Lori Lane Murphy and me, Adriana Prosser, as we talk about dealing with, struggling with, and managing mental health with storytellers that want to share their true life story. Get in the conversation with us and talk to us on Facebook, Twitter, and subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes. Now, let's smash some stigma. It's the most wonderful time of the year, or rather, the most stressful time. The holidays can put on a lot of pressure, and that can really tap us out, mentally and physically. So Lori and I sat down and we talked about the things that we struggle with around the holidays, and we try to work out ways to, well, help us just be, and maybe, just maybe, enjoy the holidays. Here, let's have a listen. So Christmas! Yay! Christmas! Yay! Happy holidays! Happy Christmaka! Yeah. So we seem to get to this point in the year where, well, at least for me, I think, holy fuck, (laughs) what happened to the last 12 months? Yeah. Oh my goodness. And now I feel the onslaught of jingle jingle stress. Yeah. And, which is a bit, it's bittersweet for me because I don't know about you, but I actually like Christmas. Yeah, I don't. You do? It's the most hated time of the year. Really? It's no. It's so stressful. I, and this is the weird, this is the di- dichotomy of it all. So I love it and I want to love it, which makes hating it really awkward. All right. Right? Because okay. I just, I feel like um, inevitably my need for control and the anxiety and are people going to act how they're supposed to act? No. Are the gifts right? Um, is the timing right? Are the events right? It's just all of that stuff. Um, I can blow it out of proportion. Yes. Nope. One of my favorite memes is, uh, oh, Christmas, time to get my seasonal anxiety disorder. <laughs> right? Like it's now eggnog flavored. That's exactly right. <laughs> exactly. Because Christmas stress... It's like Christmas snow is different than regular snow. Christmas dress is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, it's just everything that I need to control or think I need to control goes into overdrive. Mm -hmm. I need to control other people's reactions to things too. (laughs) That sounds exhausting. It is exhausting. It is exhausting. And so I feel like... I'm not a napper, but this would be the time of year I could probably, I almost want to nap through it. Yeah. But I don't want to miss it. And that's where, like, my term for the Novembers comes from. Like, I want to hibernate. I want comfort food. I want blanket forts and movies that I've already watched so that there's no stakes and no anxiety. I know how it's going to end. Yep. And it's just, it's comfort and, and, and yeah, isolation and hibernation. Um, And, I mean, Christmas is different. Because it forces you, you have to get out of that hibernation. And you can hear my dog crying. Yep. He's not crying about Christmas, but he might as well be. Um, because, like, I don't know um, about other people's situation, but I grew up uh, in a divorced family. And so Christmas was always, uh, where am I going? Uh, Who gets me? Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. And sometimes it was a battle and sometimes it was a you taker. You know? <laughs> it, it was never a good feeling. Um, I can see that. And that the presents were sometimes weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. and, and so, like, Christmas to me is a bit of a war zone. 
Wow. Yeah. yeah. And now even as an adult, um, because my partner and I come from divorced families, we have to do like a caravan and <laughs> like go from place to place to place. So there are four sets of parents, right? Because uh-huh. they're all divorced. Um, and God forbid we would want to have our own Christmas. That's oh, not even no. an equation. Yeah. That we would then have to then... Uh, sometimes we do a lottery, but even then that's, that's not fair. Nothing's fair about Christmas. Right. And that there's only two so-called good days, Christmas Eve and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so who gets, because there's four sets of parents, do you try to do four sets in two days, which we have tried mm-hmm. and you can hear my dog crying because he is like, he slept along <laughs> with me. Um, but that, um, he as well, uh, we need to then bargain with our family. Yep. Bargain with your family. Yeah. Goodness sakes. Um, about the twenty third or the twenty sixth, or like the outlier days, which should be fine if it really is about family getting together. Honestly, but it isn't. I'm guessing it's not. <laughs> Most of the time, it is, and it's taken a really long time. I'm in my late thirties now, and it's taken a really long time for. All of the family members to just really be like, you know what? The spirit of Christmas is just to see you. So like whenever we can see you, that's great. Yes. But there is this weird underlying and I blame consumerism. And again, you can hear me. I am totally a Grinch and I own up to it. (laughs) The idea that Christmas is still the wind day. Who do we see on Christmas? Yes. And you still have to bargain that out. And you have to like look. I have like calendars that I remember who we were at last year and the year before because mm-hmm. it's a rotation I'm like can you hear the anxiety rising in my voice I get it <sighs> I know I completely get what you're saying and I think I'm still having been raised in a whole family unit that my parents were together all the way up until my father passed away so Christmas was a little bit easier in that sense sure. so we went as a unit or people came to our house but I'm sure, from my parents' perspective, um, they were probably bargaining mm-hmm. behind closed doors. You know, which in-laws do we go to or which, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, but for me, now, I'm part of a blended family now. I have three children. Um, one is my own, and I have two stepsons. And so we have to bargain. Do we have them Christmas Eve? Do we have them Christmas Day? Um, and you know what I have to say? I... I wish that I could say the 23rd or the 26th would be okay, but I think I would feel ripped off if I this didn't the on the 25th. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And yet it should be just, we get to see each other over Christmas break. Yeah. But it's, I think I would lose my mind. It's a bit <laughs> weird and loaded and for, I don't even know It makes people why. feel bad. It does. It does make people feel bad. It I makes will. me feel bad. Yeah. Because I for sure, you know, like... There's a passive-aggressive tone from one of our parents being like, well, you didn't come last year. I guess mm. I guess maybe one day. Like, it's just like, oh, oh. You know? And it's just, ah. None of it is ever on purpose and comes from a place of malice. It's just like, just the logistics of how the 401 is mapped out and, mm-hmm. like, where we are and... And, and what that that other faction of the family is doing because don't forget you have to shoe yourself shoehorn yourself into what they want Mm -hmm. like hey maybe i could make a lunch no we're not doing lunch we're doing dinner so you have to right so then you're you can't win for losing sometimes and i think that's a lot of how i feel about the holidays is you can't win for losing and i want to win um but there's just i like the word you just used a few minutes ago it's loaded loaded 
It's loaded. It is jam-packed. And then we're not even talking about the presence mm -hmm. and like the financial stress. Like that's not even factored in That is, yet. yeah. That's a big one for us. I think when you're dealing with, we have three teenagers, 15, 16, and 17 boys. And there is one for you, one for you, one for you, two for you, two for you, two for you. And, mm. and how much do those gifts cost? And are they equivalent in the, and it's, that's exhausting now that I think about it. Yeah. It's really exhausting to make sure that you've got everybody covered. And it shouldn't be that. And yet, and yet, I don't know that we can go backwards. I don't know. I like to think, you know, you hear people talking about sustainable Christmases and green Christmases and giving experiences instead of actual gifts. Hey, I've tried to do that this year. Which would be wonderful. Yeah. But... I don't know how the kids would handle that. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking as they start to get older, maybe that's the direction to go in. Yeah. But there's a lot of fair play and evenness and making sure that, oh, if he got two, I got two. Or he got this, mm -hmm. I got that. Um, and that, therein lies my stress around the season itself. I do love what Christmas should stand for. For me, it's the season I love to hate and hate to love. Because you do love it. I do. I do. I really do. And all of the things that stress me out, I think, are things with an anxiety disorder. It's generally, you can't control it, and those are the things we stress about the most. Mm -hmm. um, I think we were talking before, before we actually started recording, though, about the difficulty of just being. Yeah. What does that even mean? What does that mean? What does it look like, even? To anybody listening to this right now, do you know how to just be? And if you do, drop us a line. Yeah. <laughs> what is that like? Oh, I, and I've been experimenting with the Calm app. Okay. Oh, okay. And uh, and it's it's built for you to um, to turn off the your brain and to be and yep. to be present and for you to just go into sleep without anxiety. Um, there's meditation. There's there's some sleep stories that you can like. Listen to the story instead of your own thoughts. Oh, I have to try that. Yeah, it's a really cool little thing. And meditations also that like are uh, guided meditations. Um, some are pretty standard of like just breathing techniques and body scans and stuff. Yep. The dogs are super loud today, everyone. Um, and and I've been finding that it's good, but it's also it's really funny how um, when I start to tackle my anxiety, I start to feel my anxiety more does that yeah, make sense totally I know exactly what you mean it's okay. like it's it's it becomes even more evident in your life yeah right it's almost like we're fanning the flames the very thing you're trying not to do yeah and I'm not sure why that is no it's almost like your your focus you become laser focused or hyper focused on your anxiety yeah and then Christmas for you is that hyper focus it's yes. it becomes completely clear to you what an anxiety-inducing time of year this is. And you can see we're in my apartment right now, and I've shoved the Christmas tree in the corner, and it oh. was completely obligatory. There's nowhere really, like, it's not really Christmassy in here. Um, and and it's just, it's, I don't know, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's loaded, mm -hmm. and by loaded, I mean also, like, weighed down. Yep. Um, and it's supposed to be light and bright. Yeah. And I just, at least that's what we're being sold on. <laughs> it's exactly what we're being sold on. And, and I think that we have this much like, oh my goodness, I'm going to get pontificating. Do it. Much like the American dream 
where it's like, this is what it looks like. These are the things that will make me happy. So in Christmas movies and all of these things, it's like, this is the thing we do. And then Christmas is great. Yes. And it's yep. just like the turkey, the, the, the presents, the, the songs, the eggnog, family and all this stuff. And then you're going to be so happy because look at these people in the movies and everything. They're so happy. Meanwhile, on the 23rd and 26th, you still hate these people. <laughs> <laughs> but no. And it's a lot because also you get all the puzzle pieces and you're like, my puzzle doesn't look like what that movie said it would at all. Yeah. It's always a lunch bag letdown. There's so much pressure to be a certain way and like, and a lot of those things where it's like, oh, don't talk about that. It's Christmas. Don't bring that up. (laughs) Don't be a wet blanket. It's Christmas. Yeah. Like, should we say, you know, uncle so-and-so like, hmm. We should probably cut them off. Or not talk about that. Not talk about the, you know, the thing that they went through or anything like that. It's Christmas. Yeah. You need to be bright and cheery. Yeah, and I and I hear what you're saying. It be, there's like a faux shine to it, right? Mm. But I still come back to, I guess because I do have such fond memories of it mm-hmm. as a kid, um, that I hold on to maybe not necessarily what it should be, but what it could be. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, you know, it. and my kids are getting older, and so there's a little melancholy attached to it this year, too, because, you know, for a few years now, Santa hasn't really existed, and that used to be a big part of my focus, too. So I think it's just, I think what I have to do is remember that Christmas comes every year. Mm-hmm. It's like the house guest that you don't necessarily want, but is always going to come. So can I just partner with that anxiety? Can I set a place at the table for the anxiety? Um, Because maybe this is what I'm going to try this year, is be with the anxiety Mm. instead of trying to fight it. Well, I like that you said partner. partner Yeah, well, because it's not going anywhere. Yeah, to be like, okay, we're in this, we're in this We're in this, exactly. And... I really think that's what I'm going to try this year because I think every year it's kind of like driving in this country in the snow. We live in Canada, we get snow every year and we forget. And we still freak out. And yeah. we still freak out. It's kind of like, "Oh, oh, is it December already?" It's like, yes, every year this happens. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe for me, and I don't know about anyone listening to this, is what if we could just acknowledge the not so great feelings that are that are attached to Christmas for us, acknowledge them, maybe even appreciate them in some way, because hmm. they're real. Yeah, and we we tell people all the time on this podcast, your feelings are valid. Whatever you feel is what you feel. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's true. Whatever you feel about this time of year, good, bad, or indifferent, just acknowledge that. Be with that, because then maybe there is room for some Christmas cheer. Yeah. To be fair, um, I know that you were talking about how um, your your children are growing up mm-hmm. and that it's kind of shifting the dynamic of Christmas mm-hmm. um, because uh, because because I am a grown up or at least that's mm-hmm. what my birth certificate says <laughs> um, and I don't have kids and the people around us there's very minimal kids within the the family units right it it has become much more authentic in the way of like well we don't have to put on our santa mask we don't have to um make a turkey 
right? Right. Like, a lot of those have-tos have been broken down because over the past few years, we're like, well, who are we even doing that for? Right. Does like, anyone even care? Yeah. yeah. Like, and it was really, like, nice that, um, like, my, my stepmom, uh, she was just like, we're going to do fajitas. It's going to be great. Um, and, and I love that. I love that it is changing and it is evolving um, and that the dynamic is, it is becoming less mm-hmm. about the pressure, but it's weird how you can't let it go because it's the narrative. It's the main, it's the loud yeah. shouting consumer and like, again, yeah. everybody can hear the Grinch in my voice. It's just like, but I, you're not wrong. I mean, I don't want to have to give my brother $50 gift certificate for him to know I love him. Right. And that part of me, like that part of me is really irked by that. Mm-hmm. Um, which again is very grinchy and very, I don't even know what political stance that is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm too tired to, to know that. Um, fascist, communist, I don't even know. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, it, it, it's, it's one of those things that um, in that control feature of the anxiety, I cannot control... Well, a lot of the time I can't control exactly how much money I'm making. And like, will that then the narrative, the, 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 you know, everybody's saying presence, presence, presence. If I can't give you a present, does that mean I don't love you? That you're not playing the game. And then I'm not, yeah. And then I'm not participating in, yeah. again, the muggle way, the that, normal way. Yep. And then again, I'm once again, the outlier. And once again, I'm, I'm the weird wizard that is just <laughs> like, well, I'd rather just like take you out for some ramen and hang out with you. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I wanted an iPad <laughs> or something. I want a Visa gift card. Yeah, yeah. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, give me something. I don't know. It's weird. That's always nagging at me. And I know that my family, I'm very blessed that my um, my family units um, are less about that. Which I is think. good. I mean, yeah. because, I mean, that's, it's one less thing to worry about. Yeah. My right? dad said no presents this year. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't need things. He's mm-hmm. like, I just want to be with you. Um, which is a very lovely... And he theory. means it. He does. Yes. It's not a backhand. He's not test. saying, well, yeah, see, you know him well enough to know that he means that. Yeah. And that's important, too, for you, for anyone. Um, it's a gift to really know that, whether it's your parents or your in-laws or whatever, to know them well enough to know that they're not scamming you. Mm-hmm. What they're saying is sincere, and you can take people at face value because I think for such so much of the year, and especially at Christmas, we say things that we think other people want to hear, oh, sure. right? So that's that's a bonus that you know your dad's on the up and up mm-hmm. with that, right? And it's taken um, it's taken a really long time of having those very frank and open discussions of like just how um, anxiety and and you know the the again that Christmas narrative. It is, it is really lovely to be able to talk about that mm-hmm. with parents um, and family, family people, brothers and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, and to actually be heard. Yeah. So, like, that's a thing. And and I want to reiterate that this didn't just happen. Like, there's mm-hmm. been blowouts. There's been, well, you haven't been to my place for Christmas Day. Um, like, why do, why do you go to, you know, your uncle's or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. it's been a, a power struggle mm-hmm. and a bit of a war zone at times. Um, but... Through, through very the very difficult thing of setting boundaries and really asking myself of like, okay, but like, is it worth the the six hours? Is the six hours of like complete dirge? <laughs> and again, like that that idea of hyperbolizing it into a war zone is that 
worth the saving face, right? Yeah. And and it's just like, I don't know, man. I don't think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And it's it. so and all of this is condensed down. Like you said, there's forty eight hours of yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't know. The the whole point of this conversation is I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It's it's really is the season that it brings everything to the forefront, I think, in terms of anxiety and relationships and expectations and expectations, yeah. You know, managing those expectations. And I think that's what I'm going to do this year is maybe coming back to acknowledging the uncomfortable feelings that I have every single year mm. and being okay with them. Yeah. And then and when you say look, being okay with them, I mean to be able to sit here right now and say, I'm going to be anxious as hell on Christmas Eve. And that's just how it is. And I'm going to do my best to enjoy the parts of that that I can. But I know already, as opposed to pretending that I won't, and then it hits me 10 times worse. Mm. And we'll see how this goes. But I'm trying to be uh, less hard on myself about being so anxious. I was I was just going to say, yeah. like, to, to be gentle with yourself, to yeah. understand that you are going to be anxious. There's going to be moments of, like, I didn't mean it like that, or I said yeah. that thing, or great. This or you said thing. that thing, and I'd like you to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? But that you're, you're, it's almost like you're setting up, you're setting yourself up to win. Like, yes. it's not necessarily a defense, but, like, okay, shit's going to go down. Cool. What can I do to mitigate that? What can I do to mitigate that? Best defense is a good offense. Yeah. That's what I'd like to leave listeners with. Okay, cool. It's just like to prepare for? To prepare and to know yourself and to be okay with that. You don't have to change yourself because you're going to, you know, we try to shoehorn ourselves or mold ourselves into what we think the Christmas version of of ourselves is supposed to be. Yes, that's true. Instead of just bringing who you are to the party. Yeah. I don't know. We don't need to be Christmas gift wrap. No. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, listeners. We're navigating this, too. If you guys have any uh, tips, tricks, recipes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're all ears. And how do you navigate the holidays? What, what do you do to set yourself up for success? And how do you just be? How do you just be? Yeah. Awesome. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Thanks for listening. If you want to join the conversation, and we hope you do, come find us on Twitter and Facebook. And you can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. That's it, Stigma Fighters. And remember, your story isn't over yet, and we want to hear it.